staying on the right side of the law, legal challenges in podcasting. Hey, have you ever wondered what happens if you accidentally damage someone's reputation with your content or how to handle sensitive personal information or navigate copyright and fair use or trademark your show title or deal with disputes with your co-creators? Stay with us because we're about to uncover the answers on this episode of Legit Podcast Pro. I am your host, Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and I am thrilled to have you with us for another episode of Legit Podcast Pro. My mission is to empower podcasters like you with the knowledge and legal insights needed to navigate the intricate world of podcasting. And today we're taking an overview of the kinds of legal challenges that you may see along the journey, including protecting show titles, addressing disputes with co-creators, and I'm going to share with you the biggest legal mistake podcasters often make. So when you're a podcaster, first off, we have to talk about defamation. Your voice has the power to reach this global audience, and with that power comes responsibility. And one of the key legal challenges you might encounter is defamation. This is a term you'll want to become familiar with as a content creator. It refers to the act of a false statement about an individual or entity that could harm their reputation. A defamation comes in two different forms. There's libel. That's when the statement, the defamatory statement, is made in written or printed form. That includes things like podcasts, show notes, transcripts. Anytime there's electronic media, mass media involved, it's going to be libel. Slander pertains to spoken word defamatory statements made in an interpersonal situation not in a podcast episode or something like that. Now, these laws exist to protect individuals and organizations from false statements that harm their reputations. And here's the kicker. Because it's about a false statement, that means that truth is your most powerful defense. If the statement is true, it is not defamatory, even if it is unflattering or embarrassing. But it's not just about the truth. When you're discussing someone or something in your show, it's crucial to be aware of the potential harm your words can cause. Because even if it's technically true, a misleading or overly damaging presentation could still lead to certain kinds of claims. The key takeaway here is always strive to ensure that the information you put out there is not only accurate, but also considerate of others. Careful research, fact-checking, those kinds of things go a long way to avoiding legal trouble for defamation. So when in doubt, consult a legal expert uh, to ensure you're on the right side of this. And when we talk about this, we also have to get into the area of privacy. In the podcasting world, that's not about data privacy, although that is a factor. No, we're talking about diving into personal privacy, the delicate territory of things like your your personal space or, or private information about you or your name, your image, your likeness, those kinds of things. So we'll start with that personal privacy. Even public figures have rights to keep their personal information personal and the things about them that are just not a matter of public concern uh, out of the public eye. It's essential that we exercise caution then whenever we're revealing personal details about a person. Whether they're your guest or a subject of discussion on the show, that's something to think about. Name, image, and likeness rights is another variant or related concept here. These are an individual's rights to uh, control how their names, likenesses, voices, and personal stories are used when in a commercial context. Now, with podcasting, it's not usually going to be a commercial context, but if, if you're you know, talking about a person during an ad on the show, it might be. So it's essential to respect these rights. Using somebody's name, image, or voice in a commercial way in your show could lead to certain kinds of legal issues. And even public figures have these rights. 
Um, another area of this is the consent to record and publish your show. <clears throat> Recording conversations or interviews for your show, while very common, is often done without much concern for the need for sort of formal consent. I say it's crucial that you obtain formal consent from the parties involved. <coughs> it should never cover only the recording itself, but also how you use that recording later on. So make sure all the participants understand what they're going to be contributing and how that's going to be used in your show. And that's why I recommend you should use it. Get a written guest release like the one I offer for free over at podcastrelease.com. Now, respect boundaries. In this privacy arena, consent isn't just a legal matter. It's a matter of respect. Respecting a person's privacy boundaries of their podcast guests or anyone you might discuss in your show really matters. So if you're in doubt, get permission. And if somebody asks not to be included, well, honor their wishes unless you're doing hard news and what they're what you're talking about about them is really uh, a matter of public concern navigating this area can be complex and getting it wrong could be a significant problem so you know get your legal advice if you need to and make sure you're on solid ground now before we jump into the concept of fair use we have to give the background of copyright law Copyright is the legal protection that is given to original creative works like music, images, written content, those kinds of things. When you use copyrighted material in your show, you need to be aware that you need permission from the owner unless it falls within this area of fair use. This doctrine is actually a defense to copyright infringement claims, and here are here's how you do it. It's based on First Amendment freedom of speech principles here in the United States, which is the only country that talks about fair use. There are other places where there are similar principles called fair dealing and things like that, but ours is the uh, the the big flagship one. So the in order to determine whether a use in particular is fair, we have to do a complicated four-factor analysis. And I'm just going to rip through those four factors quickly, and we'll cover more about this in other videos. The purpose and character of the use is our first factor. This considers whether using, you're using the material for a purpose like commentary or criticism or news reporting or education. Now, when the work is really transformative, you're creating something new or putting a new spin on things, that is what's really favored. The nature of the copyrighted work is the second element. That looks to whether the original work is more factual or creative or artistic in its nature. Using a factual work tends to be more acceptable than if you were just you know, recreating a, a, a creative story. The third factor is the amount and substantiality of the portion taken or used. You should really only use the amount minimally necessary for your purpose and try to stay away from, you know, copying the heart of the work. Um, substantiality is a question not just of the quantity of what's taken, but also the quality. So be really thoughtful and careful about not using more than you need. The fourth factor is the impact on the market for or value of the original. So consider, does your use harm the market for the original work? Does it take money out of the owner's pocket? If your use is a replacement for the need for the original, then it's not going to be considered fair use. And if you are uh, operating in an area where there is a robust market for what you are needing, you should have bought the material, the, the permission that you need. So you might be considered uh, outside the boundaries of fair use there. So understanding these four factors and the basic rules of copyright is really, really important if you're using anything that you yourself haven't created. Now, trademark protection is another vital aspect to consider. Your podcast name or title is your brand, and protecting it is hugely important. 
After all, someone else starting up a show with the same or a very similar title to yours can really be a big problem. Creating confusion, diluting your audience, drawing off your sponsors, or even tarnishing the image of your show if their quality isn't up to snuff and people think it's all somehow related. So registering your show's title as a trademark can provide a form of legal protection against all of that and secure your brand's identity. I've got more detail about that. If you want to check it out, come on over to firemark.com slash trademarks. And by the way, all the links I mentioned in the show today will be in the show notes for this episode. So come and check it out. Now, the next big mistake, this is the big mistake that podcasters make when it comes to their legal and business affairs is that they wait too long to get started. It's understandable. We're passionate about our content and the legal side of things just seems daunting or seems like an unnecessary distraction or something. But delaying on this can really lead to problems because if you don't get things in place before the problems occur, then you're not protected. So don't fall into this trap. Be proactive and address the legal considerations early in the podcasting journey. That is how you save yourself from headaches, legal complications, and big expenses of hiring lawyers to duke it out for you instead of to take care of things and make things safe beforehand. So listen, before we conclude, I have a valuable resource to help you navigate these legal complexities in the podcasting arena. It is the free podcasters legal checklist. It's a comprehensive checklist that covers not only the topics I've talked about here today, but also some additional considerations that you need to think about. And in order to get your hands on this resource, just come on over to podcasterschecklist.com Download it for free, and we'll be glad to help you out. So today we've covered some major legal challenges that you might face as a podcaster, whether it's defamation or privacy or fair use or copyright or trademark protection of your titles. And there are the co-creator disputes that we really haven't talked about, but it's good to have a contract, a podcast prenup in the mix to make sure that the relationship between your co-hosts and, and other partners is very clearly articulated. Because being well-informed and legally prepared, that's your best defense against any kind of legal challenge that might come your way. With that, I will sign off just by saying thanks again for being here. Don't forget we're here every Thursday at around 4 p.m. Pacific. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Or you can listen on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe, like, and follow so you never miss an episode. And like I said, if you prefer audio, catch it Legit Podcast Pro wherever you listen. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and I'll be right back here again next week for another episode of legal insights and tips that'll help you excel in your podcasting journey. And until then, stay legit and keep on podcasting.